Good morning, Victory family. Good morning. It's Deborah Evans. Good morning. How are you? I'm well. How are you, Deborah? I'm good. I'm good. I can't complain. Good, good. Happy <laughs> every Tuesday is triumphant Tuesday. Happy <laughs> Tuesday. Yes, you too. Thank you. Good morning, Victory family. Has anyone else joined the call? This is Rochelle, your hostess this morning. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle, your hostess this morning. Has anyone joined the call and like to say good morning? Good morning. This is Yvonne. Yes, he is. Good morning, Yvonne. I am I'm doing good. I am doing good. Thank you for asking. Say it one more time for me. I can't make that out. How are you, though? Happy Tuesday. 
Happy Tuesday. Thank you. <laughs> Happy triumphant Tuesday. See? <laughs> Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle, your hostess. Would anyone like to say good morning? Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. How are you? I am well. How about yourself? I'm doing wonderful. I'm not feeling bad today, sick today. I'm just feeling great. Good. To God be the glory. Oh, I was just going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he is. Yes. Good morning, everyone. Has anyone joined the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle, your hostess. Would anyone would anyone like to say good morning? Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Declare Victory. Would anyone like to say good morning? Good morning. Has anyone joined the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning, morning. Brother Pretty Patrice. Good morning. Prairie Quest. Good morning. Good morning. Go ahead. I'm ready for you. Um, I'm having eye surgery this morning, and I'm asking for prayer. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. You said eye surgery, correct? Yes. Okay. All right. Many blessings. You're welcome. Has anyone else joined the call and would like to say good morning? It's Brother Michael. Uh, good morning, Patrice. Good morning, Brother Michael. Good morning, Brother Michael. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Good 
Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle, your hostess. Is anyone on the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. This is Janet. Good morning, Janet. Good morning, good morning. Is anyone excited on this triumphant Tuesday to say good morning, declare victory? Good morning, it's Diane. Good morning, Miss Diane. How are you? Good morning, Rochelle. I'm doing fine. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Good morning, everyone. Will anyone like to say good morning? Good morning. This is Sonia. Good morning. I'm sorry. I missed the name. Sonia. Oh, good morning, Sonia. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle, your hostess this morning. Would anyone like to say good morning? Good morning, Rochelle. This is Trevina, the finisher. Good morning, Miss Trevina. How are you? I am blessed, triumphant on this Tuesday, declaring the victory. Amen, amen. Have an awesome day. You too. Good morning. Would anyone like to say good morning this morning? Good morning, and we welcome to Declare Victory. Would anyone like to say good morning before we get started? Good morning, Mrs. Tara. Good morning, Tara. Hey, good morning. This is Arlita Renee. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning, family. It's Pam. Good morning, Pam. Have a blessed day, all. You too. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we move forward with the call? Good morning. It's Prosperous Pam. Good morning, Pam. Well, it's that time. We're going to go ahead and move forward with the call. We ask that you mute your line so that we can proceed. Hello, my name is Rochelle, and I am your hostess this morning. 
Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they too can be blessed. Be sure to join us daily in June for the monthly theme entitled, Journey to the Secret Place. Week two declarations, messages, teaching, and lessons will be based on praise on your journey to the secret place. Our wonderful and gifted declarers will definitely bless you. There are two announcements. First, please let's join our TNT Bible study with Pastor Lavelle Jones tonight, right here on this call from 7 to 8 p.m. Pacific time. Next, we encourage you to partner with Declare Victory in giving in an effort to share the gospel both locally and abroad. You can do so by visiting declarevictory.org or paypal.me forward slash declare victory or cash app dollar sign I declare victory. Once again, declarevictory.org paypal.me forward slash declare victory or cash app dollar sign i declare victory we pray many blessings by our father our heavenly father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in him there were no prayer requests submitted by the app but there is one spoken uh, prayer request and that's from pretty patrice and we're praying for her successful surgery on this morning. The order of the call, prayer and corporate praise will be brought to you by Sonia. The declaration will be brought to you by Philip Watson. Then we will go right into closing com comments hosted by the declare Philip Watson. The declaration will be brought, I mean, the prayer will be brought by Sonia and the declaration will be brought to you by Philip Watson. The scripture for today is Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 21. He is the one you praise. He is your God who performed for you those great and awesome wonders you saw with your own eyes. May the Lord add a blessing and reading and hearing and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you check your phones and make sure that they're on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to our prayer warrior, Sonia. Good morning. Psalm 92 says, verse one and two says, it is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name, O most high, to show forth the loving kindness in the morning and thy faithless every night. Father, we thank you, O oh God, for another day. We thank you, O oh God, for thy loving kindness that you have shown unto us on yesterday, throughout the night, and raising this up this morning to get on this call, my Heavenly Father. We thank you, O oh God, that you opened up our eyes this morning, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that you opened up our ears, my Heavenly Father. Lord God, we thank you, O oh God, that you have pumped blood through our body throughout the night. And until this morning, my Heavenly Father, Lord God, that we may open up, our, that our eyes may be open, that our ears may be open, Lord God, that our eye gates and our ear gates may be open to receive what you have thus to, for us to receive on this morning, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. 
to help us to proceed throughout the day, my Heavenly Father. As we proceed throughout this day, Lord God, we thank you for the praise that's within us, my Heavenly Father. We thank you for the worship that's within us, my Heavenly Father. Lord God, as we proceed throughout this day, Lord God, let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, Lord, you are our strength. You are our redeemer, my Heavenly Father. Lord God, as we proceed, Lord God, we are going to continue to pursue, my Heavenly Father. As we continue to pursue, Lord God, we are going to emerge, my Heavenly Father. As we emerge, oh God, it is because of your thoughts, Lord God. It is because of your strength, my Heavenly Father. It is because of what you have done within us, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. We are no longer the same, Lord God, as we continue to emerge and pursue this day, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. As we come out of this shut-in, my Heavenly Father, this shelter-in-place, my Heavenly Father, Lord God, we are shaking off the old, Lord God, and we're coming into the new, my Heavenly Father. Lord God, that old wine skin is no longer the same, my Heavenly Father. We have a new wine skin that you have put upon us, Lord God, that you have put within us, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, as we proceed forth, Lord God, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. You have put on new things, Lord God. You have put new things within us, Lord God. This day, we are going to emerge a new person, Lord God. You have created us a new heart, a new mindset, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. You have put new things within our hearts, new things within our hands, my Heavenly Father, new things within our feet, my Heavenly Father. We are shaking off all those things that are not with, that were not purposed, Lord God, that have not produced new things, Lord God. The seed that's within us, Lord God, I thank you, Lord God, because once it is in the ground, Lord God, it's going to speak to the ground, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. It's going to create the roots within us to go deep, my Heavenly Father, to the river, Lord God, that is going to continue to nourish our bodies and our minds, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. As we continue to proceed this day and emerge, Lord God, you're going to create new new mindset, Lord God, new ideas, Lord God, new visions, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. New plans, Lord God. It's going to create new things within this earth, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. I thank you, O oh God, that as the blood that's within us, Lord God, it may be natural, but Lord God, I'm thinking on the thing that is the spirit, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. And as it creates that, my Heavenly Father, Lord God, let it continue to speak to the ground, my Heavenly Father. And as it speaks to the ground, Lord God, it's going to break up the fallow ground that's not producing anything, but produce that which is needed my heavenly father in this earth my heavenly father lord god let the voice and let the sound arise my heavenly father lord god let it create those things that are new my heavenly father let it create peace lord god let it create love my heavenly father let it create joy let it let it create unity my heavenly father lord god let it do that which is needed my heavenly father lord god and as it does lord god it's going to eradicate lord god it's going to decimate lord those things that were not those that you did not want it to be created in the beginning lord god because in your word it says in the beginning you created it from the foundation my heavenly father lord god i thank you on this day lord god you have opened up the blinded eye, my Heavenly Father. You have opened up the ears, Lord God, that they may hear your word, my Heavenly Father, Lord God, that it will do that what you have asked it to do, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. Because in the secret place, Lord God, we are going to abide under the shadow of the Almighty, my Heavenly Father. In the secret place, Lord God, you have asked us to abide and abound, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. We're going to pursue, Lord God, like Joshua did when he led out the Israelites, Lord God. We are going to continue to pursue, Lord God, and emerge as you asked Gideon to get rid of those that were not going to fight, my Heavenly Father. It was going to be those 300, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. We are going to pursue and emerge, Lord God, as Jael, when she used her tent peg, Lord God, and got rid of the one that was making a mess, my Heavenly Father. 
We are going to continue to pursue and be a Deborah, Lord God, and march with a Barak, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. We are going to go in the strength that you have given us, Lord God. We're going to have and listen to what the instruction you have given us, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. We're going to be ready to write. We're going to be ready to build. We're going to be ready to fight. We are going to be ready to stand and move, Lord God. We are going to be ready to instruct those that need the instruction, Lord God. We are going to be ready to do that, what you have asked us, my Heavenly Father. So, Lord, go into the hospitals, my Heavenly Father. Go into the communities, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. Go into the law. Go into the legal system, my Heavenly Father. Go into the schools, my Heavenly Father. Go into where you needed to go. Go into the jail systems, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. Go into the highways and byways. Go into every nook and cranny, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. Go in, let us open up our mouths, my Heavenly Father. Let us speak what you have given us to speak. Go into where we need to write where we need to write. Rewrite what is wrong, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. Let us be still and listen to receive what you have given us, Lord God. Let us take the instructions, Lord God. Let us pronounce it, Lord God. Let us know what we're speaking, Lord God. Let us go down, Lord God. Let us go to the inward parts of us, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. What is in our hands, let us use it right the way that you have asked us to use it, my Heavenly Father. Let the blood cover us, Lord God. Let the blood keep us, Lord God. Let us use the angels that are in charge of us over us, Lord. Let them not get atrophy, my Heavenly Father. Let, it, let us use them wisely, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. Let us speak, Lord God. Let the seed speak and seek into the ground, my Heavenly Father. Let our roots go deep, Lord God. Let the fruit that is produced produce more and more seed, Lord God. Let it multiply exceedingly abundantly, Lord God. And this, Lord God, let the ground come up, Lord God. Let it break, Lord God. Let the bridges be built. Let us be the lighthouses that you have called us to be, my Heavenly Father. Let it speak so soundly, Lord God. Let the sound arise, Lord God. And as our praise rises, Lord God, let the worship arise. Let it be a song that be sung, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. And this we ask, Lord God. And as our worship comes together, Lord God, let us take our sat, like, let us take our phones off of mute. Let us praise you, Lord God. Let us worship you, Lord God. Lord God, let our eyes open. Let us hear you, Thank you. 
thank you, oh God. I 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 thank you, oh God. Continue to raising up new things, new ideas, oh God. I thank you, oh God. I thank you, oh God. I thank you, oh God. That you are just God in the name of Jesus. You are just God. I thank you, oh God. You are just God right now. You are just God right now, oh God. I thank you, oh God, for keeping each and every one of us, oh God, right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, oh God, for that one that doesn't just hold it on with just a toenail, oh God. I thank you, oh God, for that one that does not know what to do, but knows how to say, Abba, I am right here. I thank you, oh God. I thank you, oh God, for pouring it out, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. I thank you, oh God. I thank you, oh God, for that one that might just give up. Lord God, I thank you, oh God, that you are touching them right now, oh God. I thank you, oh God, for keeping them, Lord God. I thank you, oh God, for that one that just needs you right now, oh God. I thank you, oh God, that you are touching them right now, oh God. Thank you, oh God, for being the great I am, oh God. I thank you, oh God. I thank you, oh God. Hallelujah, oh God, for keeping them right now, oh God. For that one that's sitting on the edge of the bed that doesn't know what to do, oh God, that might just give up and take their life right now, oh God. I thank you for keeping their mind, oh God. Hallelujah, God. I thank you, oh God. Hallelujah, oh God. Hallelujah, oh God, because you are God. Hallelujah, oh God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, you are their God. Hallelujah. For you said, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want God touch him right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. Go into their room right now, God. Hallelujah, God. Yes, God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. Have your way, God, right now. Hallelujah, God. Yes, God. Be a keeper, God. Yes, God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
And we thank you. We continue in worship. I'm just going to turn it over to the declarant, to the apostle, Philip. Continue in worship. Apostle, Philip, take it over. Amen. <laughs> the apostle. I don't know about apostle. I'm more like a, uh, I'm more like a cheeseburger. Straight up. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? What's happening? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, Father, we just thank you uh, for what you're doing in the earth all over. We thank you, Lord, that you're calling us closer to you. You're causing our hearts to be revealed. Lord God, that you're causing the hearts to be revealed in the place of secret. And Lord, I thank you that you said what you uh, see in secret, you reward openly. And so we just pray right now, Father, just um, 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 for the open rewards to be released uh, for those who are answering the call uh, to the place of secret. Those that are answering, Lord, that clarion call to that place of secret, Lord, bring them there. We bless them now in Jesus' name. Amen. So God bless everyone. How is everyone doing? Um, uh, I am excited actually about uh, uh, this thing when I saw there was going to be a focus on the secret place because uh, my sister Dion didn't even know um, that I have been doing these teachings um, with different ministries, actually. Um, uh, I've been doing this intercessory training. Um, I've been doing this intercessory training probably for the last month. Uh, it's like this 16-part course um, on on um, on effective intercession, um, you know, and it's really really powerful. PowerPoint, everything, um, you know, it's it's really really been something. And so when she told me that, I was like, oh well. When I got the text, I should say, uh, from the facilitator about this, I was like, oh wow. Yes, you know, so I just want to, um, some of the stuff that I may say today uh, may be a little different. It may challenge your paradigm. It may challenge um, how you process uh, as it relates with prayer. Um, 
with anything that I do, I ask you to go and check the uh, go and ask the Lord. But the one thing that I can tell you that I am going to do is I'm going to provide you scriptures with everything that I say. Okay, and I'm going to tell you that with the Word of God that doesn't lie. If you go and apply the Word of God, then you will see the fruits in your life. And so we'll just start off right now and just say, what is the secret place? Um, this is something that is kind of dear to my heart because um, I went on a quest to even find out why, what is the secret place? Why do you call it the secret place? What's inside of the secret place? What are the wisdoms of the secret place? How do you, how do you dwell? How do you live in this particular place? You know, what is it? Because if it wasn't a secret place, then God would have called it something else. You ever notice that it's actually called the secret place? It's not called a secret place. We all have secret places, but this is the secret place. In other words, there is no place that is more secret than this place. This place right, right now that we're about to talk about or that we're talking about is a supernatural hiding place. The supernatural hiding place where nothing or no one can find you. So I want to start off and say this. If you feel, if you feel that when you're praying that people's prayers are coming to you and attacking you and things like that, that is not truth. That is the spirit of fear promoting a lie into our psyche. And you know why? Because he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide where? Under the shadow of the Almighty. In the secret place, we're under God's shadow. And not only, again, is it a secret place, it's the secret place. So if God will say that there's no other place that is as secret as this place, then how can the enemy come and find this actual place? Then we're saying that the enemy is on the same level as God. That's what we're saying. We're saying, God, I know that you're all powerful, but Lord, you know, Satan, he, he kind of just as powerful as you, Lord. That's what we're saying. The secret place is a supernatural hiding place, and God is calling us and beckoning us giving us invitations to come to the secret place. He wants us so bad to come into this place because it's in the secret place where things are done. Are, are done. And I want to tell you this. If the reason that you go uh, to prayer is to get answers from God, then your whole theology is wrong. Now, I'm going to say that again. If the reason you go to prayer to ask God something, then your theology is wrong. And this is what I mean. Can we ask God things in prayer without question? Does God want us to ask things? Ask us, I mean, ask him, you know, things for what we need and all of that? Yes. He says, ask, and you shall receive. He says, come, let us reason together. These are all scriptures. He wants us to do that. However, that's not the purpose. 
the purpose of even coming to connect with him is to encounter him. That's why we go. Let me give you a prime example. You have a parent, and your parent is like the greatest parent in the world, and they love to spoil you. Now, does that parent love to give you things? Yes. Will that parent hook you up with something when you ask him for it? Yes. But does that parent want a relationship where the only time you talk to him is when you when you need something? No. That parent wants an intimate relationship with you. That parent wants to 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 be able to know that you know it, you all's relationship is bigger than just you asking them for things. Okay. And so in prayer, it's about encounter. Okay. Because one of the meanings of the word um, intercessor means uh, or inter, uh, intercession means a meeting. Okay, it means a meeting. However, let's go back to Psalms chapter 91, all right? He that dwells in a secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Now, we know that word secret place is also a word that means a covering, okay? So he that dwells in the covering place of the Most High. It's a word sather, actually. But not only does the word sather means covering, another meaning for the word sather is protection. He that dwells in the he that dwells in the protection place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Hallelujah. He that dwells in the protection place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So the secret place is a place of protection. Okay? It's a place of protection. Hallelujah. And so this place of protection, you know, do you when you go to prayer and you go to pray, it's a place where you can feel safe. There's no other place that you can go to feel safe, safer than the secret place. Why? Is this the place where you can feel the safest? Because of who you're going to connect with. Let me put let me put it like this. See, not only is it a supernatural hiding place, but remember, when we come to the Lord, we come boldly before the throne. Well, where is the throne? The throne is in heaven. So when you actually go in prayer, you're actually leaving this dimension, okay? You're actually leaving this dimension, and you're going into this supernatural hiding place where you access heaven, okay? Not, not you know, access heaven from a place of like, you know, uh, well, I hope heaven can do this or whatever like this. No, we come boldly before the throne, um, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16, and the throne is where? It's in heaven, okay? And the secret place is also a place where we can live, all right? In this particular verse, he that what? Dwells in the secret place of the Most High, right? So dwelling means what? to live or stay as a permanent resident. So you might say, in order to dwell in the secret place, what does that mean? Does that mean that I have to, every two seconds, I'm saying a prayer? No, that's not what that actually means. However, prayer is a lifestyle. We, we communicate with the Lord. 
like you communicate with the person you talk to all the time. However, this is what it means to dwell. All of you all leave your house at some time or another. When you leave your house, is there ever a thought in your mind, when you leave your house or your apartment or wherever you stay, is there ever a thought in your mind that when you leave, you don't live there anymore? No. You go, you do what you have to do, kick it. Some of you all might leave for a few days, go on vacation. But you never sit there and worry, oh, man, I left the house. I don't live there anymore. If that's the case, every time we leave and then when we come back, you know, it's more or less like we're a visitor, okay? But no, you live in that house. That means I can leave and go do what I have to do all throughout the day and return because I'm a resident of this house. And when I come to this house, I can be comfortable in this house. There are certain things that I do in this house. This is what it means to live in the secret place, okay? It doesn't mean that you don't go and take care of business and things during life, but it means that at any time you go back home, you're a resident of this place. But not only are you a resident of this particular place, there's someone who lives in this place who is a resident with you. And the person who happens to be a resident with you is the most high God. Now, I want to share something with you about who this most high God is. And I'm going to go to this verse. Uh, I didn't pull it up, but I'm going to pull it up now. Uh, Let me see. I'm going to it. You all bear with me. It is in Luke chapter 1, verse 35. And I'm going to start in verse 34. It says, Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? Now time out. Mary is responding to the angel because the angel told her that um, that she's going to have this son. His name's going to be called Jesus. He shall be great. He's going to be called the son of the highest. And Mary is sitting there like, okay, I've never slept with the man. How am I about to have a child and be pregnant? And verse 35 says, the angel answered and said unto her, the Holy Ghost shall come upon you. And the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore, also that holy thing which shall be born of you um, shall be called the Son of God. Now, in certain translations, instead of it saying the power of the highest shall overshadow you, um, it also says uh, in some versions, the power of the most high will overshadow you. Because think about this. If it's the power of the highest, that means there's no one higher than this person that's called the highest. This is why he's called the most high God. He that dwelleth in a secret place of who? The most high. So this same most high that dwells in the secret place with you and I lives with you and I 
is being spoken about in Luke chapter 1, verse 35. When the angel said, the Holy Spirit's going to come upon you, and the power of the Most High will what? Overshadow you, right? Don't you dwell under the shadow in the secret place of the Most High? Hallelujah. So when this power of the Most High comes upon you, then that Holy One who is to be born will be called Jesus or be called the Son of God. So what does that show us? What that shows us is being that you're connecting with the same Most High in a secret place. I want you to notice what happened when Mary connected with the Most High God. When she connected with that one who we know in secret, what ended up happening? It caused Mary to birth things. Mary birthed out Jesus. Jesus is also the way. He's also the truth. He's also the life. So when we go into prayer and we connect with the Most High God in the secret place, guess what gets birthed out of us? Okay? Way, truth, life, okay? Purpose. Because another name for Jesus, the counselor, the word counselor also means purpose. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. Okay? So you encounter purpose in the secret place because it's a supernatural place where you go to. It's not just some simple thing that we're just doing and just saying, ah, let me go to prayer. Here's a little cute word called secret place. Okay? It's way more than that. It's so powerful. Again, when you see the most high, this is the same most high who literally birthed a child out of a virgin woman. And not just any child, the child. You know what I'm saying? Like, they birthed the one from there, from connecting with the Most High God. You and I connect with this same Most High when we go into the secret place. So the enemy has tried to put in our minds for decades, for, and longer than that, that prayer ain't nothing. That, that secret place, all of that, no, that, that ain't nothing. But I'm going to show you all something and tell you something, that even the enemy understands the wisdom of the secret place. I'm going to say that again. The enemy understands the wisdom of the secret place. Why do I say that? Because in Psalms chapter 64, it actually talks about how Satan does things in the place of secret. Not only does he do things in a place of secret, it says that when, when he and his cohorts, when they're planning out their things, when they're laying their traps in private, when they're shooting out their bitter words in private, they actually brag and say, who shall see us? And the reason they say who shall see us is because they're doing those things in secret. Okay? They do it in secret. So he understands when it's time for him to do something, he goes into his secret place. But the thing about his secret place is there's only one place that can detect his secret place. Come on. And it's the secret place of the Most High. Matter of fact, in the secret place of the Most High, God begins to release his arrows because arrows are some things that are in the secret place. There are many things in the secret place. Treasures are in a secret place, fire, clouds, riches, elevation, 
God's shadow, all of these things are in the word, okay? God's shadow is in a secret place, Psalms 91, verse 1. There's elevation in a secret place, Song of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 14, where it says, um, when we come into the clefts of the rock, in the secret places of the stairs, what do stairs have to do with? Elevation. Hallelujah. Hidden riches are in the secret place. Isaiah 45, verse 3. And I will give thee the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places. Hallelujah. Hailstones are in a secret place. Psalms of 18, 11 through 12. That's a whole nother thing when you study Psalms chapter 18. And it begins to show you how God begins to reveal himself out of the darkness that, that he covers himself with. Remember, God is not a God of darkness because he's the father of light. Jesus is the light of life, but he operates in secret. There's a wisdom in the secret place of doing things in secret. And that's why God says, or Jesus says in Matthew chapter six, verse six, that when we go to pray, right, we go and we pray in secret. And what we do in secret, God rewards us openly, okay? The secret place is an actual place. So for instance, when you pray in public, you can actually go into the secret place in public, okay? You have some people that have really confused and misinterpreted that verse from Matthew chapter 6 to mean that we can't say a prayer in public. But when you go and study the scriptures, what it was speaking to was the fact that the Pharisees used to go and want to go and try to show everybody that they could pray, okay? but they didn't have any personal prayer left. They just wanted to just show everybody, hey, I can pray, I can pray, I can pray. And Jesus is like, nah, you know what I'm saying? How about this? Why don't you go do that thing in secret and what you do in secret, the Father will reward you openly. So, you know, it wasn't a mandate of you can never pray in public. And let me tell you why. I'm gonna show you exactly why in the Bible. Because in Acts chapter two, Right before those 3,000 people got saved, what were Peter and 120 people doing? They were praying. It actually started in Acts chapter 1. Matter of fact, let me take it a step further. The apostles got a command from Jesus to go and wait in Jerusalem for the power of the Most High, which is the Holy Spirit, to come upon them. Okay? They were going to get filled with the Holy Spirit. Not the Holy Spirit just come upon. They were going to get filled. But they were supposed to wait at Jerusalem. So they go to this upper room, them and 120 people. And guess what they and those 120 people were doing? Praying. Okay? Were they, were they by themselves? Were they quarantined? Were they social distancing? Were they, were they like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, no, I don't want anybody to see me pray. No, they weren't doing any of that. They were praying in public because there were other people with them right there. It's 120 people all together praying, interceding. So there is nothing wrong with praying in public. And that is a religious spirit that tries to keep us from praying in public. There are times in Acts chapter 4 uh, where it talked about uh, how they got filled with the spirit um, um, when they began to say this thing in, in, in unison 
after the, uh, a couple of the apostles had shared their testimony. But my point in the matter of where I'm going is just saying that just as you can access the, the secret place in private, you can also access the secret place in public because all it is is you connecting with the Lord. And when you go and you pray with the Lord and understanding that when you go to pray, you're going inside of a supernatural hiding place. That's what happens the moment you start praying. The moment you, Father, I thank you today for this. You're, you're in that secret place right there. Nothing can touch you. Nothing can see you. Come on. It is like the safest place ever. It is, it is a safe place. And the Lord is calling people to the place of secret. This is what he's doing. He's calling us to the place of secret. Because let me tell you this. There's a record that's stored up as well, just like with anything else. If someone, if you live in a house with someone, they know who you are when you come in. Someone else, they might be like, hey, hey, who is that coming in? But when it's you, it's like, oh, oh okay. Why? Because you live there. You're a resident there. There's a certain way that your roommate talks to you as opposed to a stranger or a visitor. Okay? It's an actual place. But not only is it an actual place with different things in it, it's also a place that keeps us safe from danger. First Samuel 19, verse 2. But Jonathan, Saul's son, delighted much in David. And Jonathan told David, saying, Saul, my father seeketh to kill thee. Now therefore I pray thee, take heed to thyself until the morning, and abide in a secret place and hide thyself. Now, why was Jonathan telling David to do that? Because his father was trying to kill him. And so he literally told him to go to this secret place. Come on. The secret place is a place that keeps us safe from the enemy. There are so many things about the secret place. There are so many wisdoms about the secret place. There's a clarion call right now for people to come to the secret place. Because God wants to really commune with us. He wants to talk with us. He wants to deal with our hearts. He wants to release healing. He wants to bless us. He wants to release his word, his counsel. He wants to fill us with power as the light of the world. Change happens in the secret place. Hmm. Change happens in the secret place. God's actual eyes are in the secret place. Okay? How do you know God's eyes are in the secret place? Because he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high. The most high God is there. Most high God. Matter of fact, not only that, but Matthew 6, verse 6. The father, which is in secret. Come on. The, the one who sees you in secret will reward you openly. So when you go into the secret place, not only is the father there, but he's gazing at you. He's looking at you. You're looking at him too. Come on. And what you do in that secret place, God rewards you openly. So again, it's not just the secret place isn't just some like, okay, not, and I'm not knocking this. This is nothing wrong with this at all. Nothing wrong with having a certain place where you like to go and pray. There are some places where I like to go and pray more so than others. It is nothing wrong with that. But what, what, I'm, what I'm about to say is uh, 
it's not you, you can access the secret place anywhere is what I'm saying. You can be in Walmart and go into the secret place. Come on. And understand that the Lord is in the place with you. You're not in this place by yourself. Come on. You're encountering a great I am. So being that you're encountering a great I am, guess what else is in the secret place? Eternity. It's an eternal place. Time doesn't govern the secret place. You go into eternity. It's a really powerful place that the Lord is really calling us to, calling us to the place of prayer. But understanding that prayer, do you know when you look up the word prayer, when you do a word study on prayer um, from 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1, I think it is, uh, where it talks about prayers and intercessions and thanksgivings and supplications, that the word prayer actually means, uh, one of the meanings of it was like a chapel. It was like a chapel or, or a temple. In other words, the ancients looked at prayer as an actual place. Hmm. You know, it's more than something you do. It's an actual place where you go as it relates with God. Hallelujah. A supernatural hiding place. So I want to I wanna, um, encourage you all because right now, see, there's a wisdom of the world and there's a wisdom of above. We want the wisdom from above. We don't want the wisdom of the world. And reading the word, yes, we read the word. We study the word. I love the word. I'm a word nerd. But when you put the word together with spending time with him in prayer as well, he's given us the vehicle of prayer for a reason. And he's calling us to the secret place. He's calling us to the place of secret. And I'm going to end it with this. There's actually a book you could check out called Secrets of the Secret Place by Bob Sorge. called Secrets of the Secret Place. This book is so awesome. They even got a workbook with it. Secrets of the Secret Place. Of the secret place. It is phenomenal. But I want to say this prayer, especially in lieu of all of what's going on, we need to be in a secret place so we could be able to accurately discern or rightly discern between good and between evil. What's right and what's not right. Come on. What's real and what's God and what is the enemy coming in in the spirit of sabotage. So, Father, we thank you. We bless you. We love you. We honor you. We thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, that you are great and you are worthy, 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 worthy to be praised. Lord, we thank you for what it is that you are doing in the earth. We thank you, Lord God. And I just ask that we would not miss your beckoning. Mm. Lord, that we would not grow dull to your invitation. As you're inviting us, Lord, to come into the secret place, to come and seek after you, to come and hear your heart, to come and hear what you delight and desire to share, Lord. Mm. Lord, may we never grow numb to your invitation, but may we answer your invitation. Lord, teach us about the secret place. Take us deeper in the secret place. Educate us about the secret place. Help us to grow in the secret place. Lord, teach us what it looks like to live in the secret place, to abide in the secret place. We thank you for what you're doing with us in the secret place. 
And we say, Lord, that you are truly a great and an awesome God. We honor you today, Lord, and we bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, yeah, that's it. Did anybody um, have a question about what was uh, what was shared? Good morning, Brother Phil. It's Dee Dee. I just want to say uh, good morning and, and good to hear you. And thank you for that word about the secret place and about the praying. That really, the Pharisees and how they prayed openly for others and not, didn't have a private prayer. I just got all that. I want to tell you that real quick because I'm at work. Love you. Love you too. What up, what up, Dee Dee? Shut up. Man, bro, what up? Man, you know, sometimes I can't stand you, man. <laughs> Once again, and I'm going to make some adjustments. I'm just all I'm going to say to my declaration. That, you know, it's confirmation that the Holy Spirit uh, is working. I'm going to ask Moni next time to schedule me before you. <laughs> but, but, man, great, great, great word, great word. Listen, I, I, I got a question. Can you post that book you were talking about, uh, the last book you were talking about, or post it on the, yeah. um, on the, yeah. um, you wall or your timeline? So I really would like to pick that one up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro. It's, oof, it's that big. Matter of fact, bro, you know what? Um, just in, inbox me. Um, I, I would do that. But just okay. inbox me right now your address, bro. I'm going to send it to you. Oh, man, that's what's up, man. Once again, man, love you, man. Love hearing your sound. And uh, God bless you, man. God bless you too, my bro. Mic check, one, two, one, two. Hi, Brother hey. Phil. Can you hear me okay? Yes. How you doing? This is Prosperous Pam. Um, ooh, now I know what people mean when they say they're running around their living room. <laughs> this was so amazing. I really loved your share. You know what I really liked about it was when you start, talked about you broke down not only um, Psalm 91, but uh, the dwelling, what dwelling yeah. is to live or stay. And wow, that was just so, that was really, really amazing. Like, I don't think I will look at prayer ever the same um, the dwelling really is just like you were saying, you just breaking that down into, you know, it's a place where you're just going to go back home. Even if I get up in the morning and go to work or go wherever I'm going to the gym, no matter what I come back home and that's where the secret place should be, um, seen. So it was just another great way for me to, um, it was just really a good correlation of how I can, how I, um, view prayer and the secret place. And that's where I always want to be. Um, you know, I can go do what I'm doing, do like Jesus said, I'm going, doing my father's work. I, but I still know at the end of the day when I, I need to come back home and be, and be in that place. So thank you so much for that share. It was, um, excellent. And then you also helped me interpret a dream. <laughs> so I mean, well, I've been, well, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank Praise you so God. much. Praise God. Amen. Amen. So when I meet, Hey, Philip. It's Gloria. Good morning, family. 
Hey, 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 Gloria. Hey, 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 Gloria. It's funny. I think I just saw your message earlier too. I'm um I'm gonna reach out to you. I I just saw your message earlier too about the the intercession thing. Okay. All right. Good. Okay. Um, right. enjoyed the de- uh, declaration this morning. It was a blessing, and and that the part that stuck with me too about the um, I, I never thought about it in the analogy of I go away from home, but I'm coming back to home. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Amen. And I will yeah. be chatting with you later. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Mm-hmm. Now. Good morning, Brother Phil. How are you, Mr. Shell? Hey, good morning. Hey. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I appreciate your share this morning. I uh, often um, love the way when we talk about dwell, what it really means. And um, as you yeah. talked about it, I just had this um, vision. And it, it's not, don't extort the vision, but the pillow talk with God. Um, when you're yeah. in that secret place and talking to him, how, you know, we come out of ourselves and, you know, the transparency and we just lose everything and just submit it all to him, um, which is mind blowing. So um, thank you for your share. Um, the, your, uh, the music. Oh my God. So dope. Um, I just, it, it's been uh-huh. amazing. Such a blessing <laughs> um, just to put it on and have my daughter just be looking like, this what he he uh yeah uh-huh see <laughs> why are you looking at one thing but we do it all over here in the spirit so um god bless you <laughs> god bless you too That's <laughs> yeah so you had you had uh that your concert oh my god my son i told you had chimed in and a few other other young people that i love i tagged them and they came at me. They was like, "That's so dope." So you have a whole bunch oh, of youngsters man. in the in the Bay Area uh, with Jesus Lover and the way you come did. on, come oh, on, my God! Oh, man. It was fire, man, for real. Man, thank y'all, man. Thank y'all so much, for real. Let's put a smile on my face. Thank you. Yay! Yay! Uh, if, if nothing else, man, we just gonna say a prayer close on out. Word, word. Wait, wait, wait! Before you do, wait, wait, wait! It's ten. Good morning. Oh, I'm sorry. I just wanted to say real quick. I couldn't get off mute fast enough. I wanted to say real quick in my own personal devotion this morning. Um, the Lord gave me. Um, well, no, I'm sorry. I'm taking that back. During this pandemic, I take that back. I'm confusing something. The Lord gave, has given me Psalms 92 as my comfort place. Um, mm. And I I just, I love God's word. I just love God's word. I loved the way that you broke it down. You gave some components today that I hadn't considered. Uh, just the way that you did. Thank you. That's all I wanted to say. Thank you. Good morning. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Oh, I like how you said this is the last thing. I like how you said I can be in the secret place even in Walmart. <laughs> that was yes. good. Don't have to be in a closet or any or anywhere special. I can yeah. be there. Yeah. Thanks yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. You a big Walmart shopper. 
<laughs> no, I'm having dreams of when I can return, though. <laughs> so Walmart, Pam? No. <laughs> anyway, hey, so we're talking to Walmart. Right, right. I wanted you to talk back about the real, since nobody's really talking, when you said, like, the public prayer, prayer, how people will pray publicly but won't pray privately or personally. Yeah. That yeah. part, that's, yeah, that was, a, that was, where's your personal yeah. prayer life? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real though, for real though, because we we it's it's out here both ways, you know. And when Jesus was bringing balance with that, it's because the Pharisees that's all they did. They would go out like they stand on the corners and and pray like in a way where they was like you know they wanted everybody just to look at them. Oh, look at them! They're over there praying. They wanted to basically be seen, you know what I'm saying? And so again, you know. There's nothing wrong with praying in public, you know, without question, but it's about having our private uh, prayer life too. And then there's an ideology that has crept in too, where people believe that you should just pray in private and never pray in public because they misinterpreted that scripture, which is totally false. Because again, when the church first started, it was 120 people around each other. They wasn't. It wasn't like one per Peter was by himself. You know, he was with 120 people, and they all was praying. And then it was through the prayer that the Holy Spirit came, and then 3,000 people ended up getting saved. And those 3,000 people were tripping because when they was looking in the upper room, they saw they they saw uh, the 120 acting like they was drunk. Drunk. You know what I'm saying? So they literally start up in their prayer session, look like they just, you know, drank a, a fifth a fifth of Hennessy to the head or something. Like straight up. So so you know, it's it's uh it's, we're supposed to be doing both, but whether you uh regardless of which one you do, you're still in that place of secret. You know, you're still going to heaven uh when you pray. The moment you start prayer, you're in heaven because you're going before the throne. And where's the throne? The throne is is it here on earth? You know, Hebrews four sixteen. We come boldly before the throne. The throne is in heaven. So that's literally where we go when we pray. When we pray to Jesus, let me say that. <laughs> you know, now we pray to some, you know, some other guy. You know, I don't I don't know where you at. But you know, we we talking to Father, Son, Holy Ghost. You know, we up in heaven. Amen. Sister. Good morning, Phil. Yeah. This is Tanya. Good morning. Hey, great, hey, great. hey, what up? How you doing? Great. Um, I just was, wasn't writing fast enough. Wisdom in secret place. The enemy understands the secret place. He releases arrows, shadows, elevation, hidden riches, hailstones. I'm like, oh, my God. Awesome work. Thank you. What name did you say, Bob? Um, secret of the secret place by Bob? Who? Bob Storch. Yep. yep. Secret, the secret. Yep. B O um, Bob uh, Storage. Um, S O R G E. S O R G E. It is so dope. Seriously. It is so dope. You know. Um. You know. He had had an accident with his voice. Um. Uh, and it caused him to really withdraw away in a secret place. You know, because he just really was like, man, I just need to connect with God. And because what was crazy is he had the accident with his voice, 
while he was singing praise and worship. So that messed him up even more. He was like, yo, I'm up here doing a thing with God, and my voice messed up. So, you know, he felt some kind of way. And one of the things that really helped him get him get it back his sanity and center him back was the secret place. But but the book isn't like really about him. I just know his backstory. Uh, it's not really about. It's about the different things um, of the secret place, and it's broken up. Like he got the secret of listening, uh, the secret of wisdom. You know the the secret of. Uh, I mean, it's all of these different secrets he got in there. It's so cold. I mean, it's cold. It's cold, and it was definitely going to make you like want to go deeper in your prayer life. Seriously. Amen. And by the way, to the person who was writing it down, um, let me know if you need a verse for any of those things that you wrote down, because I have verses for for all of them. Um, to Tanya, that was just talking. I was writing down verses. <laughs> yeah, so the, ele- the Elevation... That song of Solomon 2.14, The Hidden Riches, Isaiah 45.3, you know, the um, the hailstones, that's actually from Psalms chapter 18 uh, in 11 and 12. But you want to read a couple of verses before that to really get the context of why God is even in secret in the first place. Um, the arrows, that then that to come in Psalms chapter 18, verse 14. Um you know, the lightning, I didn't even talk about the lightning. That's his Psalms 18, 14. Um, there's deliverance in the secret place, Psalms 81, verse 7. You know, he says, you know, I answered, he says, I, uh, you called in trouble, I delivered you. I answered you in the secret place of thunder. You know, it's a lot, it's a lot of stuff um, in, the, in, the, in the word on that, you know, and it's just hey. about us searching, searching it out. Hey, Phil, can you um, kind of, good morning, I'm sorry, bro. Could you kind of elaborate <laughs> on, on for real, the power of soaking and locating the secret place? So let me say this. Um, I'll just say it backwards. I started from the, the locating. So the moment that you start prayer, you're in the secret place. Uh, let me give you a biblical example. Um, Jesus, when he went up to the mountain and he became transfigured, the Bible says that happened as he was praying, right? Because what happens is you and I actually transcend. Like we, we transcend this dimension and we're able to do it because of what Jesus did for us on the cross. Because Jesus died on the cross and he came back to life. He made it possible for you and I to be able to travel between these realms. So he made it possible for for you and I to literally be able to go to the throne. Again, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16, come boldly before the throne of grace. So the moment you start off a prayer, you know, whether you father this or father God or, you know, in the name of Jesus or Lord or however you started off, the moment you do that, even if you say the Lord's Prayer, whatever, however you do it, the moment that first sentence, you're right there. You're in that. You're in the secret place. You're in the secret place of the Most High at that moment. Now, 
there are things that can help you. Um, um, uh, this is the best way I can say. I should have said help. Let me say it like this. There are things that you can do in your house that liven up the mood of your house, right? You could sit in your house and you could sit in silence and there's nothing wrong with that. And you chilling and you cool. And then sometimes you be like, you know what? I want to turn some music on right now. You know what I'm saying? I'll, you know, I want to, you know, want to do something. So, you know, might turn on some soaking music, you know, so, you know, some type of instrumental or something. It doesn't have to be an instrumental. Sometimes you might turn on some music with uh, uh, lyrics and just really just begin to just like just chill out, you know, and relax. You know, the secret place is not a place of anxiety. Why? Because the most high God is there who happens to be Jehovah Shalom. God is our peace. So the secret place is a place of peace. It's a place where we go and we find rest because we're connecting with peace himself. But not only are we connected with peace himself, but again, we literally leave time and go into eternity. Why? Because we're communing with the great I am. And since we're communing with the great I am, the great I am is in walking through time with us. He's in every place of time at the same time. I remember when I saw John Paul Jackson share that about I am, you know, and it's something to really go and study and look up. Like God is everywhere at the same time. And so, you know, you could turn on music when Dion was talking about soaking, you know what I'm saying? You could like turn on some music and just vibe all the way out. Okay. You turn on some music and just, just chill out. You can, you can speak to God during that time or guess what? You could just quiet yourself and let him speak to you. All right. Now that's something right there that'll really trip you out. Like, like, uh, sometimes maybe going in a secret place and just say, you know what? I just want to just come here and just be around you. That's all. I'll just be around you. You know, it's almost like y'all just coming to watch a movie together or something. Or you just came to just come to stay in the same room with them just because you love them. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's different things you could do, but definitely, um, you know, you could turn on some music if you want, liven up the mood, you know, vibe out. Uh, uh, you know, speak the word while the music is playing, uh, pray the word while the music is playing, meditate on the word while the music is playing, like like muttering the word or, you know, um, speaking phrases to God or, or, you know, allowing him to speak those phrases back to you. Yeah, but just get it comfortable. You know, make it like, like I said, treating it like, like your home. And at home, there are things you do sometimes to just really uh, uh, intensify the whole relaxation mood there. Is that is that cool, Dion? That yep. Me? That was that was great, boss. Okay, I got to make sure on what you're snapping out on. <laughs> what you trying to say? <laughs> Can you answer a question? And I can inbox you, Brother Phil, too, if it's easier, because, you, you know, I can just go off on my questions. But I wanted to know in terms of the secret place, and um, I'm not one who speaks in tongues, but um, can you, is there, I don't know, I've heard that um, people who do speak in tongues, they'll 
I'll, I'll sometimes be encouraged. Someone will say, oh, it's a good idea because they'll take you to a different level. I don't feel it in my spirit that God has for me to do that. Um, what does that have to do with access to the secret place, and or, or does it at all? Oh, wow. Okay. So let me tell you this. Uh, I'm going to tell you a couple of things, and I'm going to give you scripture with it, okay? So, okay, let me go to my computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm ready. Yeah. I'm gonna give you some. I'm gonna give you some scripture. So you ready? I'm ready. First Corinthians fourteen verse two. First Corinthians fourteen verse two says, "When someone speaks in secret, I mean, when they speak in an unknown tongue, they're not speaking unto man, but unto God." It says, "Because you know, to man." You know, the man might not know what they're saying, but it says in the spirit, they're speaking mystery, right? Mysteries are something that's not known. So first thing with praying in tongues is it already shows that there is a certain communication that you're having that's directly with God, that your human language doesn't allow you to do. Hello? Yeah, I just didn't want you to have to hear me tap. I'm typing. <laughs> I'm Are you okay? No, you ain't got to mute it. That won't bother me. Okay. So First Corinthians 14, 2 here. I'm going to give you some other scriptures. I'm going to give it to you a little fast, you know, it's more so so you can write them down and go look at them um, for yourself since we're on the line with, with other people. So okay. I'm going to give you First Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 and 10, which says how... Uh, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither have entered into the heart of man those things that God has for those that love him. So how are you going to find out those things that your eyes have not seen, that your ears have not heard, that, that haven't even entered into your heart? In other words, you haven't even begun to even imagine the thing, to even know if it's even there or real or not. Uh-huh. Verse ten gives you verse ten gives you the answer. It says, "But the Spirit, right, reveals those uh-huh. things. The Holy Spirit searches out the deep things of God. Now, since the Holy Spirit searches out the deep things of God, you go to Romans chapter eight. You can write that one down. Romans chapter eight. Uh, if you were to read uh, uh, verses twenty five through." 27 and somewhere within there um it says how when we don't know how to pray as we ought how the holy spirit will pray for us so there are certain things that you and i can say in our human language and we reach a block where we're limited whereas the holy spirit will begin to pray which we do as we're praying in tongues. And he begins to speak what was spoken of in 1 Corinthians 14, verse 2. He begins to speak those mysteries, those unknown things that you and I don't even know to say in our human language because we don't even have words for it. Okay? So those are a couple of things. Remember this, that before Jesus left the earth, Remember, Jesus, when he died on the cross, you know, he didn't go right to heaven. You know, the Bible doesn't say he went right to heaven. The Bible says when Jesus died, 
he went down into the earth. He ministered to the souls that were in hell, that were in prison. It speaks about in Jude. It's either Jude or, or, or Peter, where it talks about he ministered to the souls that were chained. Then um, he came, uh, he ministered to the souls, I mean, down there. He came back on earth. The Bible says he appeared to the disciples and to different people for 40 days, right? And then he went back up to heaven. Now, right before he went right back up to heaven, his last instructions, I'm talking about the last stuff he talked about before he went directly up to heaven, is found in Acts chapter 1. Really, Luke chapter 24 and Acts chapter 1, because Acts is actually part two of the book of Luke. The same person who wrote Luke also wrote Acts, and that's why Acts actually starts off where Luke ends. You said Acts 1 and Luke what? What was Luke? Luke? Chapter 24. Okay. Right? So when Luke chapter 24 ends, Acts chapter 1 literally picks it right up from there because the same person wrote Luke and Acts. And Luke is like Acts, chap- Acts part 1. And uh, 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 basically, Acts is Luke part 2. That's so good. Thank you. So, <laughs> so good. Well, no, no, no. I'm not finished. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Yo, let me tell you. <laughs> so, look, the la- Jesus' last instruction was for them to go to Jerusalem and wait for the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit, he was sending the Holy Spirit to fill them with power, okay? To fill them with power because up to that moment, they they were believers. There was a certain realm that they moved in. They were able to perform miracles. We saw that. They, they did that. They casted out some devils, but they hadn't been filled with power. You know, the Holy Spirit um, endows us with power. The thing about the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit um, um, is the one who allows, allows us to access all the things of God always as one because the Holy Spirit is a member of the Godhead. And so that means you always have the fullness of God dwelling in you when you have the person of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit has an actual language. And so when we begin to pray in tongues, what we're doing is we're, we're allowing this member of the Godhead to use our bodies as vessels in order to communicate the purposes and the desires of God that are impossible to be articulated in our human language because our human language is limited to the time that it's in. So, if you were living in the 1800s, if you were living in, eight, in the 1830s, and the Lord wanted you during your prayer time to pray for your great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson who's going to be a computer graphic designer, it would be impossible for you to pray for him. You know why? Because computers aren't invented during that time. Cars are invented. None of that stuff. You don't even have the language for it. So how are you going to be able to intercede for him? You have to begin to start praying in tongues. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So so there's a whole nother realm of communication that comes through praying in tongues. That's why the first church 
when it was birthed, they prayed in tongues. That's why Acts chapter 13, you can write this down, write down Acts chapter 13. That's why in Acts chapter 13, after those people got saved, and I think it was Paul, and he came to them, and he says, have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? And they were like, well, you know, hey, we, I mean, we repented, and, you know, we received Jesus Christ, but, you know, and then they prayed for them to get the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and they began to speak in tongues and prophesy. And so long story short is there's another language. Um, there's nothing wrong with praying in our understanding. We're encouraged to do so. But there's also another language where we could communicate to God in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 2, that our human language is limited in and it's praying in the spirit. And God desires for believers to pray in the spirit because this is another way of which we can connect and communicate with them. And God is obsessed with us communicating over him. Remember, he counted the, the hairs on our head. So he's obsessed with us. You know what I'm saying? You count somebody's, you count the number of hairs on somebody's head, you kind of obsessed with them. You know what I'm saying? For real. You know, so I'll just leave you with um, that. Don't, don't allow, there have been so many um, misperceptions and things about praying in tongues out here. But what it really is, is it's really a work of the enemy that came in the form of pride and intellect to drown out the things of the spirit. Because remember, the same tongues that you're speaking in is through the same person who births what? Who births the things of the spirit. Okay? So we want the gifts of the spirit birth. We want word of prophecy, word of knowledge, miracles, healings. We want love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness. Like we want the things of the spirit birthed into the earth. And the Holy Spirit is the actual power source, and this power source has a language. So the Lord definitely desires for all of us as believers to begin to step into that realm. Hallelujah. He wants us to mm. step into that realm. This is what begins to remove the intellectualism out of the way. Because if you study 1 Corinthians chapter 2, Later on in that chapter, it says how the natural man, which is our intellect or our flesh, it cannot understand the things of the spirit, for they are foolishness unto them. So the spirit and the natural or the spirit and the intellect never understand. It's impossible for us to even comprehend the things of the spirit through our intellect. And God tells us it's so. Yeah, that's a, a this is a good uh study for me. <laughs> thank you. There's a there yeah, there's a lot here to um look into. So thank you so much for, for that in the scriptures. Yeah, and I'll leave you with this one last thing. Um and I just said all those verses and then I forgot where this one is. Um but I want to say it's in I can't remember. Go go look it up. But it talks about receiving the Holy Spirit, and Jesus tells us um, if we ask him, if we ask our Heavenly Father for that, for that gift of the Holy Spirit, you know, he'll give it to us. So I, always felt short, I, have, I always felt I have the gift, the gift of I can pray and have the gift of the Holy Spirit, but not speak. I know this is a long conversation. Maybe we can talk offline, but I could do it without speaking in tongues. Not that I'm against speaking in tongues, it just hasn't come to me. So I just don't 
I just never understood that if it would, was for everyone or if it was a gift for just some believers. Yeah. Well, well, there are dimension. There is something that is called the gift of tongues, and that's that's a whole nother thing. Um, for instance, it's like the gift of prophecy. Um, there's a difference between the gift of prophecy and the spirit of prophecy. The spirit, any believer can have the spirit of prophecy. Revelation 19, verse 10. Testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Any believer can have the spirit of prophecy. Why? Because any believer can hear God, right? And if you just say what you hear God saying, you just prophesy, right? But there's a difference between the spirit of prophecy and the gift of prophecy. Just like there's a difference between the spirit and the gift of prophecy and the office of the prophet. And it's the same way with tongues. You know, the Lord, the Lord will bless any believer to speak in tongues, you know, to access the deep things of God. Hallelujah. To, to, it will sharpen even your prophetic. I mean, there's so many things. Remember, he's build yourself up. Think about what he says. Building yourself up in your most holy of faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. There is a certain, there, there, you can build yourself up like your faith. Your literal supernatural deposit of faith inside of you gets built up every single time you pray in tongues. Your love level gets built up. Romans chapter 5, verse 5. You know, so just ask the, ask the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Just ask him. You know, will you bless me with that? And he will. Dr. Leo, can I ask you why do pastors, some pastors really believe that it's gibberish? I've had heard of a pastor say that talking in tongues is gibberish and it's not in the Bible where as it should be, you know, like you saying it should be to to level, to the next level, basically, we should uh, be talking in tongues where they have debated that and said, I mean, literally a pastor has said that it's not, it's gibberish. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't I, I don't know why I don't I'm not gonna make a generalization on why mm-hmm. every pastor would say that. But mm-hmm. what I will say is this. It's in the Bible. So I don't know what makes them go again. I know this. I know some people say these things because they don't understand it. That's it's error. That's all it is. It's error. It's it's just flat out error. It's what it is. I've heard some people say like even Jehovah's Witnesses say, hey, that was for the first century church. Mm-hmm. Don't say that nowhere in the Bible. You know what I'm saying? That's for the first century church. All that stuff you speak of is gibberish, this and that. You know what? Hey, I, they all probably had their own reasoning. So I don't know why they say what they say. You know? Mm-hmm. But I'm just telling you, this is why I give scriptures. So it's like, you know, it's not like, you know, this is just my philosophy or my idea. I mean, I could tell you experience, but that's what's that going to do for you? No, you need to stand on the, the, the word and the word makes it clear as day. Like, like Jesus, Jesus's last words to the people whose foundation he told us to be built upon. He said, we're, we're, we're built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone. Well, what's the last thing he told them before he went up to heaven? He told them to wait for the promise of the Holy Spirit. That's how the first church even started. Like the first church started with people praying in tongues. 
Real talk. So I don't know. Do it be intellect? Do it be pride? Do it be just some people just honestly just don't know or don't understand? Could it be error? Could it be some people, you know, don't really want you doing that because, you know, that might make you begin to see that they on some nonsense? <laughs> I don't know. Hey. hey, it's in the Bible. Um, um, hey, um, Dr. Phil, hey, um, Victory Family, this is Mona. You guys, what I was just thinking about for me, um, speaking of tongues, I used to think that, what you was just saying. That was gibberish. That's crazy. What the heck going on, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Since right. I have, since I have um, gotten my language, oh, man. I, I, I feel a whole <laughs> different connection. I feel a whole yes. different, um, just, I could just sit and just mumble in my language. And I could feel his presence. I could feel I'm with him. I can, it's just, yeah. it, it, there ain't nobody but the enemy was just blocking me from exactly. getting close to God. That's period. So what you said about that spirit, you know, trying to, um, smoke, you know, get, choke it out, that's, that's all. That, I think that's the best, one of the best gifts that um, we, 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 we should um, use. Yes. I, that's just my opinion. That's mine. That's all. Hey, it's how the church started. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Good yeah. Thank you. Good morning. God morning. This is Jeff G. I um, again, I, I, this this thing where I be trying not to say anything, but you um, I'm glad you asked that question. I'm glad you asked, and on, on the platform where we can all hear. I've been uh, witnessing to and try to minister to some a couple of in particular new believers that's one is dead set against it and one doesn't even try to do it because she doesn't understand why so the scriptures that you gave one or two already knew but there are quite a few that you've given that um put it in a different perspective even for me which the holy spirit told me okay all right now i've given you some more ammunition go back to war <laughs> So yeah, I, I, I appreciate appreciate that. And I'm glad you're um open and transparent with the question. I'm glad she was open and transparent with the question, and you were knowledgeable with the answers. So, and great that declaration, by the way. Praise God. What up, Big Jeff? What's going on, my brother? What's Man, up? everything love, bro. Right, right, right. So, Man. Overwhelmed here lately with the declarations, man. All, all of y'all, man. I, I pray <laughs> that God lifts every last one of y'all up to even higher heights. To where you have an experience with them you like never known before. Come uh, on. I'm just. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead on, man, because I know the time is pressing right now. <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I've got all y'all in my prayers, and I appreciate every last one of y'all. Amen. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right, man. Love y'all too, bro. Anybody else? All right. Well, Lord, we just bless you and honor you. Lord, we thank you that 
You are the Father of lights. With all thy getting, get understanding. Lord, we just thank you. We pray just for the spirit of understanding to rest upon us. Let the spirit of understanding rest upon us, Lord God. Hallelujah. We honor you, Lord, and we honor you greatly. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, amen. 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 Thank you, Phil. Love you. Thank you, Dr. Have a blessed day. Thank you, Apostle. Have a great day. Yes, have a blessed day. I love you. Hey, love you too. Okay, love you.